Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. I've been recording this and the last episode on my phone um, using like voice memo. So if the quality is bad, I'm so sorry. I just have had to make do with what I have. And I haven't had my mics with me whenever it's time to record for the past two weeks. So please forgive me if you're watching this on YouTube. Hi, I'm in Lucas's apartment. That's why I don't even have my mics. But um, I thought I would just do a little, because you know, whenever something like doesn't line up, like whenever like there's like an inconvenience, like, oh, I don't have my mics. So like, this isn't usually like where I, I record podcasts. Like I just tend to not want to do them, which would delay me being able to post them on Mondays. So I'm just going to do it and I'm just going to use what I have, which is a word for you today. Use what you have. (laughs) But welcome to the kingdom. I can't believe it's March. Right now, as I'm recording this, it's March 18th. But when I post it, it's going to be March 20th, which is so crazy. I feel like March flew by so quickly. Like March just boom. Like where did the days go? Seriously, I feel like... I don't know. It was such a drag February, I feel. And then March has just been like, even though March is supposed to be like the longest, boring, most boring month because there's no holidays or anything, it's been going really, really fast for me. But welcome, <laughs> welcome to the kingdom. Another beautiful week. I hope that you're having a good start to the week. Although if you're listening to this right when it's Monday, um, I just hope you're having a good Monday. Good morning. I am welcoming a couple things, actually, this week. I feel like... Okay, you know what? I'm going to save this for next week. <laughs> because I was going to say that I'm welcoming a new church home, but I'm visiting another church tomorrow, so... I don't want to make too. I don't want to make early promises just yet, um, but I do feel like I found a church. I feel like I found a church that speaks to me. And maybe I'll do an episode on like what to look for in a church because I've been church shopping for like the past six months. Shopping, I'm church hopping for the past six months, and I feel like I'm well versed in like what to look for in a church. Um, I'm not going to say that, but I do, I have found a church that I truly, truly love. And I'm like excited. Like I go to their Friday night, like worships, or I've been going for the past two times that they've done it. But it's like, it's always been so good. I'm like, yes, I feel like I, I feel like I feel right at home when I'm there, which is so crazy. Like I feel right at home. So Maybe that's what makes a church home a church home is when you go in and you feel right at home. Um, Yeah, I like it. But, um, well, so since I'm not welcoming a new church home officially, um, I will make the announcement next week if if I do declare that my church home. But I'm also welcoming some sunflowers into this week. Every week I get flowers from Lucas, <clears throat> my man, my man, it's giving my man, my man, my man. 
But um, I haven't had sunflowers in a while, so I'm just like welcoming sunflowers this week, you know? A silly little goofy mood. Also, I'm uh, exiling the, these braids this week, so I'm happy about that because I need these off my head. They look so old. They're, they're, always, they're almost two months old. Oh my gosh. I've never had braids for two months. I always take them out, but... These birds are almost two months old, which is so interesting. Because um, I, I just never keep braids in for that long, even though you're supposed to. I always keep them in for like a month and then I take them out. But these are my Ghana braids, and I didn't want to get rid of them too soon because one, I, I'm never going to find braids these like this good. Like the length, the style... I feel like everything was so good for the price that they were. $25, guys. Granted, it's it's more when you go, like, when you, like, when you're in Ghana and they see the price, like, that's expensive for braids. But over here, when you convert it to dollars, it's only $25. And I'm like, if I were to get the same exact hairstyle here in New York City, it would be $400. So... You know, it's kind of sad. Like, I don't want to take them out because they were so cheap. And I know, like, I'm just don't have money like that to be spending. And so, yeah. And also, they were my Ghana braids. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a part of home. It's it's a part of home that's been on my head for the past two months. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad to part ways with it. And I was telling my friend... Um, I was out with a friend the other day and I was like, I'm, I'm just so sad to take these out. Like, I don't want to part ways with them. And, and they were like, they were like, well, it looks like they're trying to part ways with you. <laughs> and I was like, damn, okay. So I guess I will take them out. <laughs> no tea, no shade. All tea, all shade. So I'm exiling these braids. I'm also exiling, um doubt but i feel like that's something that i've set up exiling before it's just like a persistent feeling that i'm always trying to get rid of um i'm also welcoming switching topics i'm welcoming visiting massachusetts more often i had such a good time while i was back and i like reconnected with friends and stuff and i was just like it was just like you know like just so like like i just want to hug them (laughs) And I've missed everybody, especially my sister, my mom. And it was so calming and peaceful there. I feel like the hustle and bustle of New York City, it's hard to find like just like peace and serenity. And when I'm in Massachusetts, it's like nothing. There's nothing. I just have my neighbors and trees in my backyard. I have a backyard. I have a front lawn, you know, like there's so much space. Here feels so cramped. So being there is really, really nice. Um, Yeah, so that's what I'm welcoming. Um, I spoke about the church that I recently feel like I'm going to start making like my permanent home. And it's funny because the first time I ever went to the church was my very first hangout or hangout, hangout. My very first hangout with Lucas. I visited him in New York City and, well, not my first hangout. The first time we hung out, like, really, really, like, the first thing we did together 
was we had ramen and then he took me to this party that his like friend was throwing and they were sniffing coke everywhere and I was like and mind you when I first started talking to him I'm like this is a man of God you know what I'm saying I'm like yeah per man of God like love him well not love him but you know what I'm saying and so he takes me to this party and like it, he knows so many people there because they're like all not like art like NYU which is the college that he went to that kind of crowd and I, it was fun because I was just like dancing with him and stuff but like there was just ungodly activities going on everywhere and I was like I gotta get out of here like we gotta go so then 30 minutes later we left but then the next activity he took me to was the Friday night worship that this church throws so it was such a funny like you know juxtaposing both um both like uh spaces like with the same person like being in that party with him and like I was just so uncomfortable and then we went to a worship night right after <laughs> or no right after it might have been the next day he was like oh my friend invited me to like this church's worship night he doesn't go to that church um so we went and it was just such that's when I got to see like I really got to see who he was like you know, as a child of God that he is. And I was like, you know, I like that as opposed to like being in a party with him. So it was nice. And ever since then, I haven't been to that church again. That was November, 2021. And I haven't been to that church again, but I was like, I always think about that worship night. I always thought about it. It was, it was good. And the atmosphere was so strong. Like the, the presence of the Holy Spirit was so strong. And I've always thought about going there, but it's kind of far from where I am, from where I moved to. And that's also not the church because it goes to. So whenever like I come, I, I used to visit, I would just go to the church that he goes to. Um, but I always had that other church that we like we first went to in the back of my head. So recently, um, like my last week of my last week, <clears throat> my last week of my job. I felt led to fast for that entire week. It was a pretty challenging fast. I kind of pushed the limits on that one. But yeah, I was led to fast for the whole week. Like, you know, it's my last week at my job and I'm stepping into unknown territory. It just made sense for me to fast that week. So I was fasting that week. And then like when I got to Wednesday, God just reminded me about that church. He was like, oh, you remember that church that you went to a while ago that you've been wanting to go back to? And I was like, oh, yeah. And it was in the area of my workplace. Not really an area, but like, you know, not too far. Closer than going from my house. So I went after church, after work on Wednesday. I went because I thought that they had like Wednesday like prayer meetings. And I pulled up and like... <laughs> There are a couple of people there, but they're like, nah, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening this Wednesday. It's on Fridays. And I was like, oh, you're right. It was on a Friday when we went. So that Friday I went and I brought a couple of new friends and we all loved it so much, so, so much that we just went this past Friday again. Um, they do it every other Friday. So we went the first one of this month and the second second one of this month um and 
It was also good. Friday was yesterday, yeah. So we went yesterday, last night. It was really, really good. And oh, I just, it's so free. Um, it's open, like they're speaking in tongues. People are falling. I don't know. I grew up Pentecostal, you know, Pentecostal, Pentecostal, <laughs> Pentecostal. I grew up Pentecostal. So for me, when I am looking for a church, I'm, I'm looking for that, like that spiritual fire, you know, that like boom, boom, pow. <laughs> I'm looking for like people falling. I'm looking for people screaming, crying in tongues. Like I'm looking for that. I feel like a church without that, I feel like it's just like, what am I doing? Like I could have just done this at home. Like I could have just like, like listened to a worship song and, you know, watch the sermon at home if there's no, like, if I don't feel like God is, like, moving. And maybe that's not, that's not always true, but that's how I look at it. So that's what's been hard for me looking for churches here because not a lot of churches here are like that. Every A lot of churches that are here have just been a little bit, like, um, I want to say, like, I know this word, but I always mispronounce it. Okay, it's lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. I feel like a lot of the churches here are a bit lack lackadaisical or like lackluster. Like, it's just like a chill vibe. You go in, you like sing worship for an hour. No, sing worship for like, 20 minutes and then they go into preaching and then like that's it. You know what I mean? There's no like prayer. There's no like altar call. There's like, like, you know, what's going on? Where's the Holy Spirit? And I feel like that's what I've been looking for. And I feel like this church that I went to on Friday and I also went to their Sunday service last Sunday or two Sundays ago. Um, and I just feel like the atmosphere is strong there. So that's what I've been looking for, and I think that I found it. But also, I'm putting into account like the demographic and the youth, and it just checks all the boxes for me. I feel <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? I was going somewhere with this. Oh yeah. Um, also, I feel like the focus of the church is just Jesus. And not like, uh, maybe I'm going to step on a couple toes, but like, it's not like outfits and like aesthetic and like how cool you are, what you do, where you, I don't know. I know it's church, but believe me, there are some churches I've been to here in New York City that acts more as like, less than a church more of like a networking space <laughs> um and so i like oh no i've just been like yeah but like when i went i felt like the focus was really on jesus like nobody cares what you do nobody cares where you go nobody cares about nothing it's just jesus which is really cool so um the topic of this episode is that I received a word from God on Friday night when I went to the worship night. And 
it was something that I really needed to hear. And it's the most basic thing. It's the most like duh thing to me in the world. But like I had completely forgotten it. Completely. And it is the fact that God is bigger than anything. God is bigger than anything. And I don't know why it took somebody else saying this during the worship night on Friday that I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like God is bigger than anything because I feel like ever since I like left my job, I've been like in a permanent, not permanent, it's not permanent because, you know, it's leaving, but I've been in like a state of like fear. I feel like fear has crippled me um, as much as I was like, yes, this is the right decision. This is what I should do, blah, blah, blah. Immediately after I made that decision, I'm like, oh boy, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing right now? What am I doing right now? (laughs) Um, Somebody take control of my life right now because I just don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, it's, it was, I don't know. I've, I've just been like, just so anxious, just so anxious and so like self-conscious, like lack of self-esteem, like just low confidence. It's like knowing that I'm stepping in God's purpose for me, but also as soon as I did that, it was like, no, you're unqualified. Why would you think that is the best idea for you? Like, why would you even think to do this? Why would you even think to pursue social media as a full-time job. Like, why would you even, like, that's so stupid. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do. You're unqualified for it. Your stats don't match up. You can do not, like, (laughs) that's how my brain has been ever since I made that decision. And it was like, I'm, like, scared. Like, is this going to work? Even talking about this right now, like, my body's, like, (laughs) tensing up because it's been so strong, these feelings and these thoughts of, like, what do you think you're doing and why do you think you can do that? Like, it's not going to work. You're going to have to go get another job. Like, I literally, like, sometimes I pause. Like, I stop my tracks and I start looking for jobs and applying because, like, I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to do it. So I've just been, like, you know, in a fear. And then also, like, yeah, just, like, scared about, like, not being able to do it and, like, failing, scared of failing. And to the point where I completely forgot. And and it's funny because, duh, I wake up and I read my Bible and I listen to worship music and, you know, I speak to people about God and all of this stuff. And, um, like... For somehow, somehow, I do all these things every day, and I and in me, inside, the belief that God is in control was not there. And sometimes maybe we'll catch ourselves doing that, where we're going to church and we're we're reading our Bibles and we're worshiping and we're praying and all these things, but genuinely believing deep inside that God is in control. Like just sit down and think about everything that you're stressing about right now, everything that you're worried about right now, everything that you think is not going to work out or like, you know, has you like shaken in fear and in doubt and everything. 
just sit and think and like think really deeply about the situation and, and be like, do I believe God is in charge or not? Because if you believed God is in charge, you wouldn't feel like that. And I think that sometimes we think, you know, being a Christian, it goes without saying that you believe God is in charge or you think or you know God is in charge. But just because you know it doesn't mean you believe it. So I think that's what happened where, like, duh, I know God is in charge of everything. He created everything. He has a plan for me. He has my life figured out, blah, blah. But do I genuinely believe it? And I think on Friday night, it hit me when the pastor was saying this, that, like, God is bigger than your situation. I was like, wow, I actually genuinely stopped believing that. I completely thought that I had to do all of this on my own and I had to figure all of this out on my own. And I had to just like, like everything was in my hands and I was going to fail myself and I was going to mess up everything. And, and I just completely forgot that there's somebody there who is, who is in control. He's ordering my steps. He's like laying it out for me and not just saying it to say it because that's the Christian belief, but actually believing it wholeheartedly. Because I, th- I think that I made God so small. I made God so small. I'm like, yeah, God called me to, you know, pursue my purpose and my passion. And then the next minute I'm like, so where where is right going to come from? <laughs> And it's like, girl, do you know who called you to do this? Like, you're saying God this, God does, but like, do you even know who he is? Because you're sounding and you're acting like you don't know who he is right now. The creator of the universe, like the creator of the universe. And this goes beyond even like my work situation. For example, recently, I was like in a a few couple hours of just self-pity and like the worst self-esteem issues ever for like a good three hours because I went down this rabbit hole of like people's editing styles and tips and like creators and everyone just giving me tips. Like I was just like watching a bunch of YouTube videos on like tips, 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 tips to edit, to be an influencer, like all these things thinking like, oh, I'm learning something. But all I walked away from was like, damn, like, oh, is damn, maybe, maybe damn is a bad word. Maybe I should stop saying it. But like, I'm like, dang, like, this is, uh, like, I'm not good enough. That's how I walked away from all of that feeling. I'm not good enough. I'm not doing well enough. I'm not editing good enough. Like, Like, my creativity is bad. Like, not bad, but, like, I don't have creativity. I'm I'm not original. I, like, all these things, you know, sound so dumb when I'm saying it out loud. But, like, these are some of the thoughts that really, like, cripple me. And so I went down this, like, rabbit hole of just, like, feeling bad and, like, feeling just, like, poorly of myself. And thinking lowly of myself that I wasn't creative enough to do this. And I was thinking, like, okay, how do I get creative? Like, how do is it books that I have to read? And is it movies that I have to watch? Like, what do I have to do? Like, what do I have to do to get this creativity? And I think I spoke a bit about it in the last episode, too, of how, like, 
I'm always wondering, like, people who are super creative, like, where do they get it from? And it wasn't until um, uh, um, someone in my DMs, I believe, two people in my DMs um, were like, they're like, God. (laughs) And I was like, oh, true. Like, he invented everything out of nothing. Like... When we talk about creativity, look at these sunflowers. Look at the look at the ocean. Look at the sky. Look at like uh, literally like look, I'm not lost for words right now because look at everything. Like how you know the fact that the Earth is seventy percent water. And we are 70% water. Like, he, that is OG creativity right there. He invented, he made all of this out of nothing. The author of creativity. Creativity comes from no one but him. Why did I think that I needed to look for it in man-made sources? And it's fine to look at things for inspiration. I do it all the time. But I was genuinely worried that unless I like unlocked the key to creativity it, it, and that it was going to come from a movie that I watched or it was going to come from something like I, I genuinely believed for like a good three hours that there was creativity somewhere that I was missing and like I needed to look and research and find it, <laughs> forgetting that I have access to the person who invented everything creativity from scratch and everything is made of him if i look at these sunflowers i see god in it because he made everything like and i saw a tiktok where um the girl was talking about like if you were baking right she was talking about god and how god is in everything because like if you had to bake a cake you would put eggs flour butter I don't know, whatever else goes in a cake. I want to start baking more often, actually. I feel like baking is so feminine and dainty and cute. I want to be in that era, but I haven't gone to it yet. But, you know, if you were baking a cake, you would throw all these ingredients in it. And then once the cake is ready and you cut open, you slice open the cake, you get something that is made up of flour, eggs, butter, blah, 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 everything, Right? Everything came together for that cake. So when you get a slice of a cake, you get a slice of everything, all the ingredients. Well, when God was making the earth, he had no ingredients. It was just him. So when he was speaking, let there be light, let there be this animal, let there be blah, 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 blah. It's just him. Like he's just saying it and it's happening. So everything that's coming out, everything that was being made, was just a slice of him, a slice of him, a slice of him, because he didn't get these ingredients from nowhere. He didn't get like things to make plants and then put it together to make plants. He made plants from just saying it. So it came from him. So when you take a plant, that is a piece of God. And we have God in us because he made us from nothing but himself. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I was just basically saying like he 
created everything. He is the author of creativity. So if I were to look for creativity in anything, I would just ask him, you know, show me how to see the world. Show me how to angle this vlog. Show me how to edit this. Show me what title, what music, like show me, open my eyes because he can do that. But for some reason, I made God so small that I didn't even think that he could do that for me. And I'm making God so small right now that I'm thinking like he can't even, he can't even provide for me when he's the provider. Um, so I've made my problems so big in my head that in, I didn't see God in anywhere in that problem. Like this whole era of life that I'm in, it wasn't literally till two days ago or no, till yesterday where someone had to be like, God is bigger than what you're worrying about for me to be like, oh, wow, I didn't even, I feel like I haven't even considered his parts in this the whole time where he's so grand that my problem is so tiny. It's so minuscule to him. Like it's nothing for him. And I'll give you an example. So Two days after I quit my job, um, well, no, two days after like my last day. So my last day on my job was Friday. So the following Monday, I, you know, I start getting to work, you know, doing social media stuff. And I'm applying to sponsorships and collabs and stuff. If you see some ads, just know I'm grinding. So engage in them, please. Comment, like, <laughs> share, click on the links. Um but, you know, I've been like trying to secure some brand partnerships for rent. And I was praying to God and I was saying, God, if I'm on the right path, show me that I can do it. Right. The next day I sign a sponsorship. I sign an ad, a contract, and you're going to see it probably this week. But I sign a contract for the biggest amount of money I've had in a while. Like I signed a contract for for just an Instagram post and a story and a reel. That was like, that is more than what I made per paycheck at the job that I just quit in a day. In one day I got an email and I signed a contract that was bigger than what I made a paycheck at my last job. And I was like, why was I even worrying? Like, that was a clear sign from God that, look, look how, e look how easy it is. Look how easy it is for me to provide for you. And still, I didn't believe that this problem is just a grain of sand to who he is as a person. So, yeah, um, do with that what you will. <laughs> Um, it's pretty late, so this is going to be a short episode, but he is so big, you guys. He has control over everything. He has the world in the palm of his hands. Nothing is too big for him, and when I say that, I mean it. Literally zoom out of your situation right now, because I feel like once sometimes when we're in something that's scary or uncertain, you know what I mean? We just, we're in it. And it consumes us that we don't see that God is outside of it. So we're just like in this cloud of worry and doubt and anxiety over whatever it is that you're worrying about. Like, pull yourself out of it. Go in a bird's eyes view, like, for a second. 
And imagine God just hovering over it, hovering over that dark cloud. Like he has it in control. Just give it all to him and watch him work. Be like, hey, just show me that you're here. Show me that you hear me. Show me that you hear my thoughts and my prayers and you see me. And he will do it because asking you shall receive. And if we're going to take the Bible word for word and we're going to say, Jesus is the son of God, he died for our sins. If we're going to believe that, then we need to believe when he says, ask and we shall receive. We need to believe when he says that he is there like through it all. You know, we need to believe everything else in the Bible and not just like, yeah, he died for me and my sins are forgiven. But when he says, don't worry about what you eat or what you drink because your father knows about these things. Why don't we believe that one? Why don't we believe that one? You know? Um, so it's so funny. It's making me laugh because it's so silly. Like, why can't we believe that he knows exactly what we need and he's got us covered? Matthew 6. Read Matthew 6 and Matthew 7. <sighs> okay? Okay. I love you. I do. Um, thank you for listening. I hope that this helped or resonated in any way. And I will speak to you in my next episode. I love you. Bye-bye.